Hey there, it's Jake. Before we jump in, I wanted to let you know that this episode of The Online Hustle is a bit of a time capsule. It's from a podcast I used to run between 2012 and 2016. You're going to hear some references to that show, uh, to businesses and content that may have changed or may not even exist anymore. Hello and welcome to episode 26. Today's episode guest is Owen from Sweet Process. Owen, how are you? Doing good, doing good. I'm happy to be here, Jake. Oh, fantastic. Your company is something that I come across from a previous guest, Dan Norris, who's a mutual contact of ours. And you're solving a real problem, which there aren't many elegant solutions out there. So it's a, I thought it would be really interesting to get you on. We all know how important processes and systems are in business. So I thought we'd get you on and we'd run through exactly how you can go through and break it down and use processes in your business to help you maximize the value you can get out of the company. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Fantastic. All right, let's get started on why don't, for the benefit of our listener, if you run through a little bit about your background, who you are and what has brought you to where we are today. Okay, so my name is Owen McGabinow, and what I do right now is I run a virtual assistant agency where I provide entrepreneurs with virtual assistants. And basically, the virtual assistants have enabled them to do their work because they delegate the bulk of the work over to the virtual assistants. And as we started doing this years back since 2006, what we realized was that in order to make sure that the virtual assistants always do the work correctly the way that our clients want it to get done, what we realized is that we had to document step-by-step step how they currently do the work that they do in their business. And what I, what we used to do, we used to like hack a bunch of different tools together to make that happen. And so it's always been in the back of my mind, you know what, there has to be a better and easier way to document procedures on how tasks get done, repetitive tasks, how they get done in a business. And so I always put it in the back of my mind and say, you know what, when I have some time, I'll build this tool as a software for entrepreneurs. And uh, you mind if I tell you how we even got started with Sweet Process? Can I go ahead and tell you the story behind that too as well? Yeah, that'd be fantastic. And so what happened is I did an interview on Andrew Warner of Mixergy. On, he wanted me to come on his show to talk about outsourcing and delegation and how entrepreneurs can delegate properly because of my background providing entrepreneurs with virtual assistants. And on that interview, I actually got to meet my co-founder, Jervis Whitley, who is actually in Australia, based on that interview. So he watched out the interview, he watched the interview and he reached out to me and said, hey, I like the idea of delegating work to people virtually. I'm actually working on this idea right now of in order for you to, document, to, to, to delegate work properly to people, they need to know exactly step by step what needs to be done. And I'm actually working on building a software to do that because he's a programmer and he has his own programming developer agency in, in, in Australia. And I said to him, I said, it's just a coincidence because I have always wanted to build the same stuff for myself. Instead of me just answering questions, I want to come in and get involved with this whole thing of solving this problem. I can bring my insight. You can bring your insight. And we solve this problem together once and for all. And during that process of trying to interview potential users of how, do, how would they want the software suite process to work? How would, it, how would they want it to solve the problem of documenting procedures? We got introduced to Dan Norris, who actually introduced us to our third co-founder, Brian Brian Castle, who is the one who's working, who was the lead designer on the site, and he also had the same problem where he had a design agency, and he wanted to basically systematize how work gets done, and so he was working on building his own software as well. And I said, you know what? We all come into this from different angles. All saw the need to build a software that enable entrepreneurs to literally take themselves out of their business. 
why don't we put our heads together and build sweet process? And that's a nutshell of how we got started. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic. So I know in my business here, I do, as you said, hack together a few different tools. So I use uh, Trello for project management, and then I use Google Docs for some of my processes, and some of them are in Trello, and then others are in email, and I've got videos over here. So who are your competitors in the marketplace? Is there anything else doing what you guys are doing? There are different ways, different uh, competitors out there. There are those who are on the enterprise level, where it's like the, the big enterprise Fortune 500 companies, they use tools like this, like Shape point quick base by intuit these are like tools that cost a lot of money to even sign up for in the first place and literally it's it, it's more advanced than what we're trying to do and then there are other tools on the low end of the spectrum that could even be free but they were not initially designed to help entrepreneurs document procedures mm. so we're in that sweet spot in the middle where we are trying to solve that problem for the the, the small to medium-sized entrepreneurs who you know small to medium-sized businesses who need to get started with documenting procedures. And when we look at it from two different angles, the first one can be someone who literally they're tired of being a bottleneck in their business and they feel like they're the only one that knows how stuff gets done. And so now they realize that, hey, it's time to get everything that's in my brain and put it down into a system so everybody knows exactly step by step how to handle the different repetitive tasks in my business. So that's the first case of the potential person that will find benefit from using sweet process. On the other side, you have someone who's already documenting procedures in their business, but what the problem they're having is the, docu- the the tools they're using are too complicated. So they want to come out from the enterprise tools that they're using and actually use a tool that they know not only will it make it easy to document procedures, but their teammates will actually use. Yeah, that's a big one for me. I have a number of staff here. I own a travel agency and then I've got a team around the world for the marketing side of things. And I guess that one of the biggest things that I have trouble with is getting people in and actually consistently using the same piece of software. So I'm sure this is a problem for potentially not yourself, but it will be for some of your users. How do you get around that issue? So how do you get around the issue of getting started with documenting procedures? Is that the question? Yeah, yeah. The, the thing I've been telling all our users and anyone who, you know, regardless of whether you want to use sweet process or not, but you want to get started with documenting procedures, the thing I've been telling everyone is what is currently taking your time are the things you're actually doing. So if, if, we're, if that's the assumption that or if you only something is only taking your time in your business because you're actually doing it, then let's look at what is the biggest bottleneck of your time right now. Instead of trying to document everything in your business, because just thinking about that alone will be overwhelming. So mm. let's start by looking at, if you look at your, you know, each day that you work, what is the biggest bottleneck of your time? If you start by documenting that repetitive task, that very bottleneck of your time, the very single bottleneck of your time right now, the biggest bottleneck, you start by documenting that one. What you do is you use a tool like Sweet Process and document step-by-step step how, for that very biggest bottleneck, how the tasks get done in that bottleneck. The next thing you do is then you delegate, after you finish documenting it, you delegate the task to someone in your team. And now the person knows how exactly to handle that bottleneck, right? And so by delegating to the person, you free up more time because you you started with the biggest bottleneck. You free up more time now to say, okay, what is the next biggest bottleneck of my time? And you do that process over and over again until you get to the point where literally every task in your business has been documented and then you've also gone through that process of delegating the work to someone else on your team. Yeah, okay. Let's look at format. You've got obviously written format. You've got the visual in terms of images and screenshots, and then you've got video as well or screencasting. Is there one particular format which works better than the others? And, and I like the fact that you mentioned that because we realize that sweet process that people learn in 
something visually. People learn by listening to it, auditory learning. We have people that learn by actually doing the work. They call it kinesthetic learning. And then you have people that learn by reading and writing. So what we are saying is that because we know there are different four, four main models of learning, and what we want to do with sleep process is allow the person who, the owner of the business who is creating the procedures, be able to document the procedures using all these four different models of learning. Basically, we have a means where the, when you create a procedure, the procedure is made up of different steps. So you write the name of the procedure and then you label each step. Step one, do this. Step two, do that. Step three, do this next thing. And in between each step, you can actually write text of what needs to be done. And also, you can also embed, embed pictures or screenshots of stuff that you need the person who is working on a task. Screensh you can embed screenshots for them to see. And on top of that, you can also embed videos in cases where you want to yes. demonstrate something. You can embed videos. And so you can now see how we are appealing to all styles of learning. And, and, and finally, we, each step, as the person who is handling the task is handling the going through the procedure, we have check marks next to each step. So as they go through each step, they're checking it off. Oh, I'm done with this. It gets checked up. I'm done with step two. It gets checked up. And so now at the end, when they're done with the task, the entire procedure has been checked off and that task is done. So we, we try to create a sweet process in, in a way that it appeals to all four styles of learning. Yeah, cool, cool. For the benefit of our listener, what I'm doing here is I'm going through all the different barriers that I have for actually going out and um, systemizing things. And one of the big ones as a business owner is the lack of time, the perception of lack of time that I have. Now, it can be quite labor-intensive to go out and start documenting systems and processes. How do you get around that with some of your users? So the first thing I mentioned is how you go through the thing of start by documenting the first biggest yep. bottleneck of your time, right? What is taking the most of your time? But the next thing besides that too is you can actually empower your teammates that, hey, now that I have documented, you know, given like a foundation of step-by-step -step of how to do this work, take it to the next level. As you do the work, using sweet process, as you go through the checklist using sweet process, if you come across a specific step, or maybe it's a, it's a task, a repetitive task that takes 10 steps, and you find out that because you're doing the work, you're the one on the ground doing the work, as you realize that, hey, instead of doing it in 10 steps, I can get this work done more efficiently and effectively in just five steps, I'll tell you to empower your, your teammates to basically come back into sweet process and, and let you know via the tool that, hey, these are the steps that I don't think should be involved and I think that instead, you should use the steps instead to do the work. And what now happens is that you empower your teammates to get involved with helping you create your procedures for the task. And they now become like a living, breathing tool. So it is no longer on just only you, the owner of the business, to document procedures. But by empowering your teammates, they can do it for you. And you build and improve the procedures over time. Do you get how, how that helps? Yeah, I do. And that certainly is covering off on the next question I was going to ask. And that was really, it was about not necessarily versioning control, but how do you keep processes outdated? And I guess it, to almost answer my own question, <laughs> I guess it comes down to reinforcing the message with your employees that if they're going through the steps and they're not right, or if there is a better way that they need to, that they are empowered to change them. Definitely. And you can make it fun. People are incentivized by different reasons. Some people can be incentivized by money, by saying, okay, if, if you see a better, in this example I just mentioned, there were 10 steps in this particular uh, repetitive task, 
and the person comes up with five steps that get it done quicker and more effectively, it could be that person is incentivized by you giving them a bonus in terms of a check away. I am giving you a monetary bonus for finding that solution and improving the procedure. But some other people might not be incentivized by that. Some people might just want to be recognized amongst all the other employees or teammates that, hey, this person is one of our leaders because they're thinking of how to help us build the business by helping us improve the procedure. So you have to figure out what is the culture of your company and what is the thing that, that, that basically motivates each of the individuals. So once you know what it motivates the individuals in your company, then use that as the means to incentivize them to help you build your procedures. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. All right. How are your users benefiting out of this? Have you got any case studies of results from people using or systemizing their company using Sweet Process? So one of uh, uh, the users that we have and we're, we're glad to have him is Michael Hired from michaelhired.com. And I think he blogged about specifically how, because I think he has a podcast, like just like yourself. And yes. the po- people think about, oh, podcast is just something where I just show up to the, the podcast and I just have an interview. But you know that podcasting takes quite a lot of work. Not only do you have to research the questions, you have to schedule the guests, you have to prep for it. And even after that, there's back-end work that needs to be done to prepare the, co- the, the, the podcast video or whatever. And then behind that, too, is this back-end work that involves you putting the uh, podcast on the blog. And on top of that, there's promotion. You see how podcasting now involves a bunch of different steps. Mm. What Michael did is he used Switch Process to basically document the steps involved in, the, in, in his podcasting steps. And he's continuously working over time with, with, with his teammates to improve upon them. And so now they all have a starting point that anytime there's a new podcast, we go through this series of steps to get them done. And one thing I know is that he and his team, they're continuously improving upon it and building upon it as they go. So that's just a, a, a real-life example of someone who most of the people listening might know is use, how they're using Sweet Process. Yeah, cool, cool. All right, here's another one that's going through a lot of the tasks which I do each day. It's not necessarily linear in the way I actually do tasks. Is there an easy way to break down complex tasks into a, a nice linear step-by-step process? So you are asking me if there are situations where a, a, a procedure does not go from point A to point B, from start to stop. Essentially, that's it. Yes. There are so many tasks which are a little bit more complex and they rely on thought processes, which I'm going through while I'm completing the task and they're not necessarily linear in the way that I complete them. So can they all be broken up? I think I get what you're saying. So basically, yeah. if you're working on a task, for the most part, most procedures will always have a starting point A and end with starting with, with, the, with the end point B. But then there are those tasks where as the person is doing the work, there comes like certain points where it's like a decision point, where if this is the condition, you do something else. And so you, you write out what those steps will be. And if, if, if the condition is a different condition, they do something else. So I see what you're saying. It's not necessarily linear all the way straight all through, but there's going to be certain points where it breaks apart. And so the goal with Sweet Process is that you will also be able to, when you come to those decision points where they're not necessarily linear, like you said, you'll be able to say, let me make, use an example to, to, to say, to make it more concrete. Let me think just on, on my feet. So let's say, for instance, if you as a, you have a, a hospital and you're a doctor and you have someone in front desk who is the uh, office manager and every day, the people who have appointments and your job is to call everybody who has an appointment to make sure that they come in for the appointment. 
So in this case, the person, the doctor can document a procedure using the sweet process and say, okay, if the person whose time is at 1 p.m. today is not able to show up, do this certain task. But if they are able to, if they confirm on the phone that they're going to show up, do something else. So it could be like if the person confirms that they're going to show up, then let the, the doctor know that the person is coming in, let him make sure that he's prepped and ready for that patient. But if that patient is not going to be able to come in, see, this is a different decision, a different route now. You can say, mm. for instance, if the person is not going to be able to come in, make sure that you set up, schedule an appointment for a different day, like two weeks down or whatever, based on the schedule that we have open. But on top of that, make sure that the next person, you reach out to the next person who is looking for an appointment to see if they could come in on that day so that that appointment slot is not wasted. But what I just did by explaining that is basically when you come to that decision point, you can outline what they should do in each scenario. Okay. Yeah, great. That makes a lot of sense. And I guess at this stage, the tools that I've used, to you have to turn that into a linear process. And it's, if this happens, skip to step 10. If this doesn't happen, continue on type of thing. So what's in the pipeline for sweet process? Like where can you see improvements in creating procedures and managing procedures? So one of the things that we are asking ourselves, first of all, we had this initial problem of, oh, people need to be able to document procedures. People need to be able to, if the conditions for the procedures, basically if there's decision points, whatever, they need to be able to document what to do if this is the condition, if they need to be able to document what to do if this is another condition. But at the end of the day, we have to ask ourselves really as a co-founders like, uh, why are people trying to document procedures? It's just, that's not just the problem. We have to go several steps behind it to figure out what is the real problem. Okay, they want to document procedures so that basically their teammates know how to do the work. Why, are they, why do they need their, their teammates to know how to do the work? Because they want to make sure the teammates uh, basically work and get done be, without them having to be there. When we start asking ourselves these questions, why are people trying to document, and we go several layers deep, we realize that people want to be able to take themselves literally out of the business and make sure that their business runs automatically without them being there. So one of the things that moving forward that we plan to do with Sweet Process is to say we want to go beyond just the procedure documenting step, but actually be able to assign the work to the people after the procedure. So that you have the first layer, the procedures have been created now. That's yes. the first layer. So you've mapped out your, the procedures of how repetitive tasks get done in your business. But then the next layer on top of that would be to say, okay, now you assign the work to people in your team and also be able to track that the fact that they did the work based on procedures that you have mapped out. And basically, literally now with Sweet Process, the goal is that you'll be able to literally take yourself out of your business. It becomes the, your business operating system. That's what we, that's the goal of Sweet Process. Fantastic. That's great. Owen, thank you very much. It's a nice, short, sharp, sweet episode. Where can people find out more about you and about Sweet Process? So to check out Sweet Process, all you got to do is go to sweetprocess.com. And that's like sweet by candy, S-W-E-E-T process.com. And one of the things we do is we have a blog where we continuously talk about the importance of productivity, systemization, and how basically you can automate tasks, delegate tasks to machines. But when you cannot delegate the task to a machine because someone in your business a human being has to do it. Now this is where systemization and documentation comes into play. And we continuously blog about stuff like this to make sure that you can do it in your business. Whether you use Sweet Process or not, we want to be able to educate you on this. So we have a blog, which you, which you can get at sweetprocess.com forward slash blog. 
That's fantastic. Owen, thank you very much for coming on to explain a little bit about uh, how you go about documenting procedures. I have uh, learned a lot and I certainly know our listeners will. So on behalf of all of our listeners, I'd like to thank you. And if you have any questions, anyone, if you, you listen to this, you have a question, feel free to email me. My email is owen at sweetprocess.com. I'm easy to get a hold of. So He certainly is. He certainly is, listeners. Uh, he, he'll respond very quickly. So that's a one thing that I really appreciate. Uh, good service and that's something that Owen delivers. Thank you very much. I appreciate it, Jake. Thank you very much, Owen. Cheers.